Hey bestie, it's Chad the Diamond, and you're listening to Beauty and the Guest, my very own podcast where I probe my guests from all spheres of life to talk about, well, anything and everything, from life advice, careers, mental health, relationships, pop culture, politics, the list goes on. Listen as my guests and I talk about what it means to be a modern-day human trying to survive, and how one can find the beauty in all of it. It's the first episode, and we're joined by my friend, and short king, he's 5'5", Martin Beck. Martin is a young professional in the tech industry, and overall just a really great guy. We talk about what it looks like to find one's footing when in the process of starting and completing a goal, and it's never as linear as we always hope it will be. It's an appropriate topic to start off with, as I have begun this podcast not knowing what the hell I'm really doing with it. But it's okay because everything in life is about finding your footing as you go along. We hope this episode encourages you to start doing things and figuring it all out as you go along. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. This is my podcast, um, Beauty and the Guest. I'm obviously the beauty. Martin is the guest. Um, (laughs) And he's only the guest. And (laughs) this is my first episode. I was thinking of um, introducing you. Okay. Okay. You can always edit it in, right? <laughs> yes, so- I can. I ha- I don't know why I have this sudden fear that this is not recording the audio. I'll just I'll just assume it is because I'm sure I clicked the button. Okay, so okay, can you tell how did we meet? I met you with Zara. Like, and we, we used to be co-workers back in the day. And um I remember seeing Chad. Um at first I was just like, what the hell? Uh, and, then, <laughs> and then my first couple of weeks, I was just like, this guy's kind of a bitch. Uh, uh, literally no literally i'm gonna be honest you were kind of a bitch at first and then we had a co-worker i like, never get into arguments with i'm like this guy's a bitch like uh yeah okay, is, it, is it bad that um i'm really happy you thought i was a bitch <laughs> really that's yes funny. Um, okay that's pretty that's pretty antisocial. i do admit i thought you wanted to step in and kind of assert your dominance and say hey i'm fucking here i think when you step into space and you act like a bitch or you act um difficult honestly you'd be surprised how many people would kind of bend to your needs oh yeah and, you know, like, I'm, I'm in this area <laughs> right attitude. what are you gonna do about it you either get on get on board or don't <laughs> okay honestly guys so this is the first episode of my podcast I'm really trying to find my footing I actually it's like I've hosted things before but that was such a long time ago I forgot how <clears throat> to it's also very different um and you're right you're you gotta keep working on these skills right um people think yeah I think people think a lot of this stuff, um, you know, regardless of what you're like doing, um, like some some of the stuff which seems easy at first, it's not, right? I remember I was talking to people about podcasting, and they're like, you know, it's a lot more work than you think it is. It's it's a lot more involved. You have to kind of relatively know, um, you know, the topics you're kind of going through, and then you're right getting your footing. But people think, oh, yeah. you're just talking on a thing. This is easy as fuck. I can anyone can do this. And I'm like, no, there's all of this goes or making TikToks, right? Like he, right. it's, it's kind of down to TikToks, right? It's, it's a, up to a minute. People are like, oh, this is really easy content. I'm like, no, it's not. Like, you have to do all this editing and get stuff um, post, you know, creation to make it look good in the first place. Um, right. And it was so easy. Why don't you fucking do it? Um, I know. I think people have, you know, people have an imagination of how something is going to work. Yeah. And because I think as a consumer of things, we the experience for the consumer or the viewer, it's easy because the You're creator is making it, yeah. an easy experience for you. So they're thinking, oh, that, that was such an easy experience for me to watch. It's probably easy, easy to create. To yeah. and it's like, no, it's hard to make something look easy, actually. Um, yeah. It's easy to make something look like crap. 
I wanted to introduce you to the audience and just kind of give them a rundown of where have you been? You know, where have you been? What have you done? What have you accomplished? And, you know, to what's, give them what's the- What's my body count? What's, my what's body your body count? count? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, let's start where you got educated, educated. You have a master's of science in information technology and management from the University of Texas. Um, yes. Excuse yes, I me. <laughs> I have a participation award from first grade. Oh no, 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 that's not all. That's not, is that what you're, can I see that's, your resume? Is that, is that literally just the one line? That's your name, all I have. Name and then that. <laughs> you're right, it's not. <laughs> you won third place at a hackathon in 2019. Wow, you're really looking at my <laughs> resume. You're really looking at that. Um, even my job stopped looking that far down. Um, <laughs> let me, let me talk about the hackathon because that hackathon. Yeah, yeah, talk about how you didn't win. So. <laughs> <laughs> they were good i'm gonna be honest and we get, so this is i i think third place is still commendable because this is a big hackathon this is like hack tx um, you know i have no idea what you're talking about i don't even know what a hackathon yeah, yeah but basically <laughs> hackathon basically um i hate it's weird because there's a word hacking um and that's used in a couple of contexts it's either hacking things together which is putting things together to create something or the literal like hacking to get into a system to like kind of you know fuck with their security or whatever there, but there are hackathons for both. There are there are hackathons where they're literally hacking, and so that's why I, I remember I told a friend I'm like, hey, I, I'm, I went to a hackathon, and she was like, oh my god, why the fuck are you doing that? And I was like, whoa, is this, this, is, an, this is a good is this thing. Is this an ethical? Is this ethical? It is. They call there's even this thing called white hat hacking. Um, well, yeah. So I'm not I'm not the hacker. I'm not I'm not in cybersecurity. <laughs> I don't know shit about hacking, but I could hack things together, which is I can build an app really quick in two days. Um, that's what we did. That, that's that kind of hackathon where you're hacking items together by like pushing, like creating an item, like creating something by hacking the item together. It's like, um, I, I can't use it without using the word. Um, like you're, you're like fast crafting, like you're fast pushing things together to create some kind of usable product or thing. Right. Right. And, right. And that, it was that kind of hackathon. So I went there, I met a couple of people on Slack. Um, I created a group really quick and there was like four or five of us. Um, and it was really, it was really cool people. Like there was this one guy, he had a PhD. So he, and like he had done study, like he was, he works in like data science kind of stuff and I had some CS students that kind of worked with me and it was really cool. I got to create my own group really quick, um, pick up some people. I'm like, all right, this, this seems really good. We created an app, um, for like fire detection stuff. Um, in like two days, it was, it was crazy. The first day was literally just planning. The next day was just making a use a lookable, like a product that I could look at. Right. Right. And it was, it was weird. It was really weird, but it was, it was cool. Um, but I learned in that moment because we got third place and our product itself really was not in a, a shippable state, which people would say like, basically it's, it's, it was not close to even being production ready or even like testing ready. It was just, it was just a really quick prototype, but we got third place. And this was what I learned. This is how those startup people do it. This is how people like WeWorks make so much money, kind of building up the hype of their thing without really having it fleshed out as well as we think they do. You can just really sell it and people would like it. We got to third place. This is my first hackathon too. We got to third mm -hmm. place selling this product. We just, we made it look really good. Our, I'm going to be honest, our PowerPoint looked great. Um, we, and we sounded really good as a team. We all came up with this authority and we just sounded like we knew what the fuck we were doing. And the questions they had right. coming at us, we were prepared for. It was, it was, it was true beauty. I'm going to be honest. Um, and that's when I learned that you just need to start things. And that's why I, you know, I think we had talked about this two a month or two ago or a couple of weeks ago when we went mm -hmm. to dinner that, you know, people get so nervous about starting things um, and creating things, but like really 
um, on the outside looking in, if you make it look presentable, it, it could be, it could truly be quality. Like the quality could be shit, but if it's presentable, people will like it likely. Um, and then you'll make it better, you know, later, right? Um, make, make it perfect later. Um, right. No, you're totally right. Um, I actually didn't know that that was your first, ha first hackathon. Yeah, um, it was. So that yeah. is very impressive, actually. Um, you are a tech person. This is how much I don't know about tech. I'm like, you're a trust tech me. That's everybody. Person. Like I freak when I when I talk about literally anything in the context of tech, um, I I will say I I will say lingo or you know um, yeah yeah words that I thought people, vernacular. Yes. Um, yeah. Or it starts with there's another word. It starts with J. But whatever. We're not we're not pulling out jargon. Jargon. There it is. I I'll use some technical jargon, and I I had to. I have to constantly step back because I will say something and someone's like, what's that? And I'm like, oh yeah. No, this is the thing about tech is um, honestly, because my partner is in tech and it sounds really cool to me in theory because it is like, I, I, it's really cool the things you can do with coding. <clears throat> but I think when a tech person tries to explain it, it's so <laughs> technical. I think it's also, it, it gets hard because it is also such a broad field. So Say even if you know you had talked um, to an extent with your partner about this, um, probably their subject you might know more about. But something like what I'm talking about, you might be like, "What is this?" Because that's another kind of tech area, and it is such a broad field. And even think about this: you could be working in tech, but be the accounting department. And I think people forget that tech is an industry, and it's not necessarily like, "Oh, I work in architecture." Like you know what I mean? Like it's it's a very defined field, or I'm an accountant, right? Um, I love you can, that. You can, say you can say you're a tech worker, but even that means so many things, right? It just means you work at a tech company. Let's be honest. Um, I love that. I think people it's forget like, that. Yeah. It's like saying like, I work at the White House and you're like the lawnmower. Exactly, right? <laughs> um, so they, they for the ima White House. imagine them talking about their day-to-day their -day and you're like, this is, this is interesting. But then you talk to someone else and you're like, this is this is a White House worker, right? <laughs> it would confuse you, um, and that's tech. That's I mean, it's a really <laughs> weird dying. example, but it's true. It's true. It's true. No, it's um, tr it is true. Yeah, quick tangent, but it's not really a tangent. I, I like the footing thing because I I think I'm a good candidate for your finding your footing um, because that's I I spend a lot of my life so far finding my footing because starting from my sophomore year to now, it was constantly re refining my footing because even though I thought I found my footing. I had to refine it each time. And it always brings me back to my first year teacher that I talked to. She was my business teacher. The first lesson that really stuck with me was, you know, um, nothing like nothing is constant except change because change mm. is always going to be happening. And I came up to at a later date, one of my junior year, I was on like research fellowship thing. But during that, I was talking with one of the instructors and we were talking about like, cause you know, so many people talk about doing like two, three, four, five year plans which I respect, but he was just like, he, he, he was on the extreme of it where he's saying like, I don't think about making a plan like this because half the time it's going to be changed anyway. So what's the point? Um, and I, I can understand that mentality, but I still believe in the have a kind of path kind of carved out. So you at least like relatively know where you're following, right? Um, you can't just be wandering aimlessly. Um, right? right. And that comes back to that um, Alice in Wonderland quote where I think she asked the was it the cat or the Cheshire cat? She was like, where you know, where do I go or whatever? And he's like, where do you want to go? And then she's like, I don't know. And then he was just like, walk anywhere then. And the point is like, mm. you don't you don't know relatively where you're kind of heading. 
it doesn't fucking matter where you go because you'll just be lost anyways. But if you at least have a relative path, you can kind of know whether you're on the right path or off the path, right? Or at least like maybe you're finding a new path just in a different direction, right? Um, yeah. Right. So true. And I'm interested in, cause I'm, I'm interested in your journey of how you got to, got where, to where I am. Yeah. I mean, did you get into tech or you wanted this type of career because it was lucrative? No, I know people that do. And that's fine. I understand the but hustling. Did you know? Or, or the, no. You started so to, oh. how about let's start, let's start my, my um yeah, finding my footing my finding my footing timeline it started at 1819 right um i was going to college i was trying to figure out what do i want to do and i decided hey i like working with teams i like working with people so i decided hey i'm gonna go get a fucking management degree. what does that really what does quick, that mean really quick you've yeah. you told me that like early on when i met you at zara you were like i love working in teams i love working with people and i was like i wrote in my diary that night i was like stay the fuck away from martin <laughs> no but i it's because i've i've, I've come, never met i've come to love okay don't get me wrong people are fucking dumbasses but <laughs> i've come no i've come to love humans and i've come to like working with good teams and, and that's true I will, I will say this good teams will take you far right there they you can produce so much more in a good team than you can even being a genius on your own because people yes. can just take things farther, right? Here's um, a quote. Here's a quote for the kids. If you want to go fast, do it by yourself. If you want to, wait. Go far? If you, wanna, if you yeah. <laughs> Not you me fucking up my own quote. I know, and, I'm like, you, I, think I, I think I've heard this quote. Huh? I'm gonna let him, retry, retry, retry. Right. Um, if you want to go far, you know what, never mind. <laughs> I'll, I'll say, I'll say, apparently <laughs> he, uh, I think I think I understand. I know what Cody's saying. He says, "Kids, if you want to go fast, do it fast. by yourself. If you want to go far, um, do it do with it together. Or do it together. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I don't even know. That. <laughs> do <it with> <laughs> <laughs> oh who knows God. what the quote is? Maybe we should. We should. Like, whatever. Who cares? Right. Um, that's close enough. That's close enough. Right. No, but you said that, and I was like, "Oh, that's." I actually like that. I was just kidding to begin. I was like, "That's really oh actually God. cool," because yeah. I'm. Yeah. I love people, um, but that's the thing. It's like. <sighs> You know, school projects. I'm just like, this is such a joke. I hate this. I well, hate yeah, that. Everyone has different motivations, different expectations. So that, that's why, right? <laughs> if everyone had the same kind of expectations and um, motivation, it'd mm -hmm. be fine. It would totally be fine, right? If, every, if everybody, if everybody in your group came in saying, "Hey, I don't give a fuck about this, but I just need to pass," and everyone agreed on that, there would be no problem. Everybody would understand that they were trying to put in minimal effort. That is, you know what? Now I'm thinking that is such a good thing to do when you get into a group everybody should speak their intention my ought to be honest i'm not even this is not me being funny i would literally say somebody asked me chad what is your role in this group my role would be i do the minimal work but i am the lead when we present i want to be the talker but that's fine that's fine some people hate presenting it is some exactly. people hate presenting, right? I, yeah, people hate presenting. So you'd be a good matchup with someone who is totally fine with doing work, but they they, they just do not want to fucking present it. That'd yeah. be a perfect matchup, right? Or maybe not perfect because they want you to do some amount of work, but if, you know. I mean, um, yeah. I they, mean, don't, they don't mind taking on the, the, the front load because you're like, oh, Chad's going to be doing the presenting, so I'll be fine. I don't, I don't have to worry right. about being nervous or preparing for myself for that. There's only one time I think in my life where I had true um, communication with somebody that like a, an amazing connection, I think with a, with our work styles. And it, and it was like, they were kind of just complimentary to each other. Cause I'm the type where I think you mentioned this earlier where you just kind of like just start writing this shit out. 
and then you can edit it later. That was me. Yeah. I'm great at just like almost, I would say verbal vomit or writing vomit where I just write, I wrote a lot um, for our like project that we were writing for. I just, I can just keep writing. I, I am really good at producing this stuff, even though it's shit, I can produce it. And then my friend, she was the type where she would not word a, write a single word unless she knew that was the final word. She would only do one edit and one edit only. So every time she wrote, it had to be the perfect um, thing. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't, I, I can't do that. Cause then I don't right. know what I'm even talking about. So we were perfect because she would do all, she would do all the editing, going through everything post while I'm just kind of like just writing it out just to fucking write it out. And it was just like, it was a great um, back and forth for me and her. And we even talked about it too. We both knew we right. were kind of getting into it. I was like, all right, I think it looks like I'm going to be the one that just kind of verbal vomits the trash out. And then we'll, we'll kind of edit over it at you know, real time. And it worked out. I, th- wow. I think it worked out great. That's such a good thing to know about yourself, actually. Okay, so let's go back to you being 18, 19. So you had this idea that you wanted to get into tech? No. So that's what I was saying. I, I like working with teams. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, like, I think I want to be in management. I can, like, lead teams. I, I love working with people, right? Um, and I got into management, wh- whatever that means, right? I, I, I'm, I, I work in, I study management, right? Undergrad. Anger management. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I st- I, I'm in management. Anger management. <laughs> Imagine. Uh, but no, I got into management. I was like, I'm going to be a CEO of a company. I'm going to work on the C-suite uh, level, which is like, you know, all the executives, whatever. I'm, I'm going to get a management degree. That's my one-way ticket of that. Two two years in, sophomore year, and for my undergrad, for business students specifically, um, you, mm-hmm. you came in declared as a major, but you don't really declare until your second year, like at the end of your second year saying, hey, so my next two years, I'm going to be either an accountant, um, doing finance, management. Uh, there's an, this is one called information management, which is information systems also. Um, but it, mm-hmm. it's like it's like the tech um, tech kind of related thing. Um, mm-hmm. And I forgot the other one. There's another one. Uh, entrepreneurship? I don't know. But you, de- you declare your second year. So it came into my second year where I had to decide, all right, it's coming up. I need to declare my major. Am I going to stay management or am I going to go with something else? And I decided, hey, I, for some reason, um, oh, you know who, 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 how I got into this? Shar, um, one of our, yes. <laughs> oh, that's the first time I use the name. Um, one of our friends um, from Zara, um, they asked what, you know, you want to be, do management, um, but like in what kind of industry? And, and no one's ever asked me that. You know, I said management for my undergrad. And people are like, cool, that sounds great. Do that, Martin. Wow. But no one asked me specifics because uh, people don't care about me, right? No, I'm just kidding. Um, no one asked me <laughs> specifics before, so I never had to think about it. Wait, what did, um, what, what did they ask you specifically? What industry do you want to work in? Management's so broad. What, what kind of work do you want to do, basically? And that, that's what I was getting at with tech. You know, it's, it's a field, so you can work in tech, but not necessarily be... Um, a, a tech worker if that yeah. makes sense like, you're not like the one doing with, working with the technology anyways um that was a question like what industry do you want to work in and i'm like and it, it took me two minutes it, it literally took me two minutes like two minutes i'm like you know looking back at my past my dad he always need help with, like with his computer so i got used mm-hmm. to like the idea of technology and i, I like loved technology because i was just around it all the time and my dad kind of got me into it because my i remember in middle school i got into this thing called computer um graphic design which you kind of you kind of worked with computers you get to use applications and we, we got to like h like you know coded like up some html stuff for the website mm-hmm. so i kind of got into like technology from a very young age and then i was looking back i'm like you know probably technology but then i decided hey if i'm gonna work in tech but i'm gonna do management how does this work out and i talked to that teacher that gave me the inspiration for like you know the whole change um statement that i made earlier in uh that we were talking about earlier um she was the one I reached out to. I'm like, hey, I want to do technology. What do you think I should do? There's this, and I found out this is other major 
in the business school called information management, which kind of goes more into technology than all the other ones. Um, you kind of work with databases, coding, that kind of stuff. And but I was like, I still have this management thing. It's I think it's kind of cool. She's like, why don't you just take on a minor for management and do information management for your major? And I did. Um, and that's kind of that's how it led for my junior senior year. That's what I declared as, and I was learning programming and all these things. But I didn't decide to go into my master's or anything anything more beyond that until my junior year when I went to this research fellowship where I got to talk with um, she used to be like a previous um, graduate dean or something like along that context at MIT and she decided to kind of create her own um, I guess startup you can call it or 501c3 I forgot the exact thing she, she's doing the thing where you're learning like these concepts but also trying to apply them at work so it's like imagine doing school but you you have to have work with it that way you can apply your knowledge at the work. Um, yeah. And that's, that's what she was kind of going through. So basically we did this research fellowship. We did some and what, research. What year was this in college? My junior year. This is my junior year of college. Um, it was like a, that summer or the summer before my senior year. I forgot. The summer before my senior year. That's what it was. Um, but during that program, they talked about graduate education. And I'm like, this sounds really cool. I can take my learning a step further. And I, I felt like I needed to take it a step further. Because honestly, in my undergrad, like the stuff that I did learn, I felt like it didn't go as deep as I wanted it to. And that's when I got the drive. I'm going to get my fucking master's degree in this field. Do you feel like your path was largely, I guess, forged by you being around a lot of people? Yes. It's yeah. Forged by me and people I've been around. Um, Because obviously, yeah, of I, still course you, a, like, I still have to make those choices. Yeah. But yeah, no, right, no. Right. Of course you. But do you feel like it's, Let me it's get kind this of people on... telling you really yeah. life-changing uh, or bringing kind of up vibe, things, bringing up be, things, yeah, that became life changing. Yeah, um, and you're yeah. around people, you because honestly, you were really involved in your extracurriculars, and so I yeah. think being around so many people. But that didn't happen until my my sophomore junior year too. So see how everything starts picking up once exactly. I started getting more, around more people. And let right. me, I let me go with your statement, and I'll show you. There are three or four catalysts in my life that kind of really pivoted everything. Um, and you're right. It was the people around me that kind of allowed me to um, kind of pivot into these ways. The first one was my friend at Zara asking me yeah. about the um, industry thing. The second yeah. one in a weird way was me and my ex breaking up because that's when I learned I need to be more. No, I, I had that gave me a drive to kind of push it forward because I learned through you know things that happened that I need to be more selfish about my own wants. Right. And what, what do I really want? I should go. I should just go for it. So right. then I was like, all right, I'm gonna go for it. The third catalyst was right. anyone, anyone dating break up. If you want to get somewhere. No, <laughs> no, no, no. But it's, a, it's a good motivator, it. right? It's a good motivator. Yeah. Cause it pushes you to like really, cause at that single moment where you're really just, you're newly single, you have to like look at your life and you're like, what the fuck, where the fuck am I at? What the fuck am I doing? You just have all these thoughts going through your head. Can I ask um, a personal question with that? Because I feel it. like a lot of people would, they would tank after a breakup tank and I, I'm, I think I'm lucky in that for some reason, why, yeah, I, can, why didn't you... I can really compartmentalize things and kind of go a direction depending on how I, how I think it should go. My, most, people, most people, I mean, I know why. Yeah, I mean, up. it was bad, dude. That was like fucked for a couple of days. But um, after that, <laughs> I just, no, 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 no. A few no, minutes, no. you know. I, no, no, no. I, I, I was truly bad for a couple of days. But after that, it was realigning my life. Um, I, I think that's most, I'm lucky. Most people don't have, they don't, they don't experience breakups like that. For some reason, I just, I can, I can do that. Did you think about, I mean, did you tell yourself anything? Did you have like a- I guess Yeah, a I was like, I need to stop like... talking. I need to stop talking with her and doing all these things. And then I did that. I was like, 
I mean, I did for, we, we were kind of on it like weird back and forth for a little bit, but I, I, yeah. I sat down and really thought I need to stop talking with them. It's not good for mental health. I need to, I need to, mo- I need to move on. You said it's hard. Compart- you said compartmentalizing. I can I, I was able to take a step back, really look at it and say, what do I need to do to move on? Most people, I'm going to be honest. We don't, we don't really reflect like that I, anymore. Yeah. They also commit on it and then commit on it too. Right. Cause that's an active right. thing. You have to actively, I'd actively say, I'm not going to talk to her and then keep doing that every fucking day. I could have unblocked her easily and texted her the next day, but I didn't. I kept going with... You know what I think it is? And this goes back to the compartmentalizing thing. Yeah. I think, when were you comfortable with having one facet of your life kind Shut of up. tanking and not working? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then also being like, well, this facet, this side of my life, I can work on it. And it's and fine I that this yeah. is growing and this is like literally crashing and burning. No, no, that like that's totally right. That, see, okay. That's totally right. Because remember, I, I was that's what I was saying in, in my catalyst. This was my motivation catalyst saying, I need to care about myself. I need to move forward. Maybe obviously right. not in my love life, because I'm gonna be honest, my love life's still weird now. And I think I'm still I think I'm still relearning to get back into it. But my career, now that I was able to kind of focus on like, what do I want to do in my life and career wise, I'm able to focus on that and kind of push it further and just go for it. See that these catalysts were kind of uh, a, a mix of luckiness because i just happen to say the right thing at the right time what is your definition right of luck what is your definition of luck? Just things happening beyond my control okay because oprah is has... literally everything let's be honest no it is so oprah has this definition of luck and she says it's opportunity meeting um like skill skill Here's another quote that we're fucking up. I think um, um, I've heard this quote before, and I forget. I, it's when I've, opp- I've heard it several times too. That's why I'm mad that I don't know exactly what it is. Oh, oh, I, I, it's it's when the moment where preparation and preparation. preparation. Stop! Yeah. I, was gonna, I was supposed to say it first. Oh, I'm sorry. Say it again. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, no, I love that. What's something like? What's something in your life that you really? It's like you have to do it. If you have to do one thing, if you have to accomplish one thing. I want to pull Bill Gates. I want to be some really? stupid ass philanthropist that can just help people any day of the week just because he can. Because um, living sucks. Living living is just brutal. Like being a human is brutal. I want I use oh, that word for a reason. It's brutal. Brutal. It's violent. It's a brutal experience, and I I would rather oh, make yeah, someone's experience less brutal if I could. Um, I that's what I know that. I will I will always think I will never truly have made it until like I've been able to get to a point where I can help a good amount of people in some context whether whether it's really just throwing money at them which I, that's not the best route but like helping people out what are you currently working on right now that let's say in your personal life what's hard for you right now uh dating right um but this coronavirus too when is it it's already <laughs> it's already hard enough during normal times let alone now um, like it's like every right. I'm great I think in my career I'm like going for it I'm doing all these things it's just it's hard for me to get back into dating and you know why because the last two women I, I went on a Tinder date with one woman uh got ghosted after that that's fine it was it was a one-off but you got other, ghosted I did but it's fine what, it okay, is that good is, she, ended up, she, she ended up dating some white boys so like I kind of get it like it makes sense uh, okay. she goes to me because she was dating some she was going to start dating someone else I can get that the next girl um I got on a couple dates with her back and forth it seemed like it was going to start kind of pushing somewhere. And then I go out of nowhere. And I'm like, I, 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 it seemed like I did something like to offend her or something, but I just, I, I wish I could, t- I, I thought I did fine. That's why I was confused. I, I'm usually pretty, you know, especially now, like post, oh yeah, I've gone through therapy, right? So post therapy, I'm a lot better at like analyzing my actions and how it react, like how other people react to it. Um, I was confused. I was just confused. I'm like, what happened? Right. That I genuinely don't know what happened. 
And I wish so, I did. So you don't you don't agree with ghosting, right? Do you think it's wrong? I think we're fucking adults now. You might as well just say like, hey, I don't want to do this. Speak even, it. Even that simple text, fine. Or like, I don't think I'm going to do If you want to be like, not as right. you know, definitive, be like, I don't think I want to do this. And that's fine. And then just literally do not disturb me or just uh, block me, right? <laughs> if, you, yeah. if you're too anxious about it, just block me after that. You don't have to worry about how I respond, right? Or if I do respond. Um, but I, That's a good idea. That's actually a good idea. Instead of ghosting somebody, send them a message. A one-way mes- one yeah, message. One way right? message. Yeah. You tell them everything wrong and then give them no chance to just get out. rebuttal. Um, it kind of sucks, but at least that person <laughs> knows what's going on, right? As opposed to just being strung along. Oh, for sure. Right. I actually done, I've done that. I've done that once too. Well, a few times too. Yeah. Men and only men. Um, (laughs) you know, I, I would send like a speech, a three paragraph blue block of a text and telling them, you know, where time stamped when they did something wrong, how to fix it. Listen, I also tell them that's how a little to fix bit much. It. I don't know. Um, no, no, here. I, this, I thought about keeping it simple and just saying, hey, I don't think we should do this. Or I don't, I'm not, thanks I don't for eating my pussy. Don't call me again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this is what I do. I tell them, like, listen, I'm not into it. This is why, this is how, this is how I suggest you fix it so that the next bitch does not get a mess. Yeah, you know, um, I have to look out for the girls, the, the gays, and the the, the, and the, the next ones, right? The next yeah. ones, the next oh. ones, because I want to leave this world better than I found it. And <laughs> I get that. Okay, so dating. Okay, that's probably my worst. I think that's my weakest uh, point, dude. I haven't had like <laughs> last time I had sex was like almost a year ago, almost a year ago. In a couple months, oh it will God. have been a full year. Um, which for me is like I usually I'm, I was able to kind of like be casual, like pretty consistently. Um, through undergrad, well, later undergrad after my breakup, but then my my graduate program was fine. I, I was doing I was doing okay out there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, now, oh man, like I just, wow, it's tech is out. teeming with pussy. Oh uh, no, <laughs> it's really not. Um, uh- <laughs> I wish it was though. I wish it was. We need. I'm just kidding. Not like that. Um, because it's it's all white men mostly. Um, right. or Asian men. Um, usually it's Asian or white right. men. Right. White men, Asian men. Uh. Indian women and Indian men. <laughs> Indian, yeah, Indian people too. Um, that's it. That's it. There's nothing else. Nothing else. Right. This is not a stereotype. It's it's it's, it's the demographic. It's, it's, it's a demographic. Like my my master's program, there was two black people, um, no Mexicans, um, good amount of white people, good amount of Indian people, some Eastern Asian too. Um, right. What do you look for um, in a woman? <laughs> um now that i'm working um i at least want someone who's working right i don't you don't need me making what i'm making but like you just gotta be working right I, i'm just i want you to be doing your shit right just don't be unemployed on my couch doing nothing that's oh. <laughs> noted i'm not your type so <laughs> <laughs> no it's funny because i i don't have a traditional job i don't i'm not working nine to five my partner does he's in the same industry as you and he's doing makes, different work but yeah, yeah. different work he makes a shit ton good of money, money, right? Good, good, <laughs> good money. money. And he supports me and I get to do, yeah. I mean, I know what you're saying. I'm not, I'm not sitting on the couch. I'm doing my Exactly. Own, you're still right? working. That's what I'm, that's why I didn't talk about the money part. I'm talking like, you're just fucking working. Right. Um, what do you do that is only for you? Meaning like, what is something you do that is literally not tied to productivity also? Netflix, dude. I'd be hitting that shit like, uh, <laughs> 
all the fucking time, dude. Um, and it was drinking for a minute, but that's because I was just bored during coronavirus. But my doctor said I have to slow down, so I don't drink as much anymore. I'm basically sober unless I hang out with friends now. Uh, that's that's what it comes down to. You hang out with friends a lot, though. Not really. Maybe once every week or two. <laughs> once or, so I only drink only every like once a week or every two weeks now, which is good. I mean, it should be like that for me, at least, because I drink heavy, right? When I do drink, I drink heavy. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, the last time that you and I went out, I remember I had a, a shot, two shots of yeah. Jack Daniels and then um, a whiskey sour on top of that. When I went home, I had a really good time. But when I went home, I was in such physical pain. Like my <laughs> stomach was hurting so bad. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it went away because I took um, activated charcoal and Pepto-Bismol. We love it. Um, but it confirmed, reconfirmed to me that alcohol is just not, it's, it's me and her are over. We've, we've. That's so funny. Yeah. I, I've thought about over. getting more into weed now, um, but it's just, I'm, I'm still hit or miss with it. So I'm like, yeah, but drinking my, drinking my vice. If I were to choose a vice for life, it's probably drinking. How do you, con- how, what makes you, com- uh, what makes you confident? What makes you feel confident? This is anything. Looks um anything i'm comfortable that i don't look ugly i guess um Ugh, well let me tell but... you <laughs> <laughs> no, um, let me not. But, but no no i think uh my character really comes into it i i think that's my like my charm just like me as a person because i feel like most people and like whenever i usually meet new groups of people i end up liking them and they end up liking me and it makes me confident in myself i'm like wow like i'm just i i'm a cool guy i would hope to think that i'm the cool guy um, and I've met, yeah, you're I've met so many really... friends all over the place because I think I'm a cool guy, right? Uh, that's so that's what gives me confidence, knowing that like I think I'm a cool person. Um, and just like I like hey, people like hanging out with you or talking with me, or I provide some right. insight into something, or I can right. help them out with something. Um, yeah. So your character, you, you think you have um? A... I think I'm pretty cool, right? Yeah, that's, that's I what agree. It comes down to. I agree. Um, I mean, yeah. when, you know, when I met you at Zara, um, I mean, you thought I was a bitch, but I... <laughs> hey, no, but I was still cool with you, right? Like, I'm not... Like, exactly, I'm, I'm you were. Me. There's no reason for me to kind of give you that edge. I just, I can, I can take a step back and be like, you know, the guy's a bitch, right? Uh, but I can also be like, this guy's kind of nice, right? The, the, being a bitch <laughs> is just a characteristic, just like, oh, this person's nice or this person's mean. You know what I mean? Like, you're just a bitch at the moment, right? You were, you were just a bitch. I yeah. love... I mean, period. right. Why, why is it gotta be like, oh, this is my end all be all character for the rest of my life. Like, no, you're just, when I met you, yeah, you're, you're a little bitch. Like, let's be real. <laughs> um, and I get it. Cause sometimes I could be, when people first meet me, I can be a little overbearing or like, like out there or annoying. Right. Um, you're too cool. Oh no, too much. I think I'm too, too much, much at, when I'm at first. Well, um, when I met you, um, yeah, you were, you were very, yeah, you were just nice. I mean, you weren't even like. Well, Zara was different, and in that workplace, I was just there to work and like kind of be in and out. It wasn't until a little bit later where I became more comfortable with people and started making friends. Because I so before that, you know, before Zara in general, whenever I did, I worked at like a fucking theme park. But like my my attitude towards work was just kind of go in, do my work, clock in, clock out. That was Wait, it. Don't don't think you, about it. When but you now, worked at the now, theme park. Yeah. When you worked at the theme park, did you have to yeah. do that speech where you were like, keep your hands and your feet inside the right yes, at all times? I was going <laughs> ham on the microphone. I was just. <laughs> did anyone say anything like crazy? Like, if I worked there, I trust and believe I would go on the intercom nah. and be like. I wouldn't hear them. How about this? Because remember, there's usually like one or just only one, maybe two people at a ride. So I wouldn't hear other people's talk. Um, so I, I mean, know. 
I, in my station, if I worked at the roller coaster, you know, if my shift said like roller coaster from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m., I would be on there. And if nobody was around to like get me in trouble, I would be like, all right, guys, ready for your last three minutes of your life. And then they're like, huh? And then I press the, I press the button and then they're like, wait, <laughs> everyone's like, oh my God. No, you will get in trouble. <laughs> you would get in trouble for that. You would scare people, right? <laughs> um, yeah. But no, yeah, no, no. I, I mean, mean, the only the closest I did to anything was like making jokes of like, oh, this is like a I'm like a jazz radio host, and today, you know, today we'll be playing this. Um, and it was because I think when I first <laughs> talked on the microphone, um, my coordinator, which is kind of the lead for the ride attendants, um, he would just like he would be like, you know, I feel I feel like you could be like a jazz host. Like, I told you that. Jazz. Yeah, you you were another one that said that. I told you, I, yeah, I was like, you have a radio voice, and it's, yeah. it inspired you to start your own podcast. Yes, yes. I, I've been sitting on it for, like hearing that again. I'm like, I, I think I maybe I can consider this. And then I, well, oh. I did a couple episodes, but uh, I'm going a different route anyways for my podcast. Absolutely, career, right? absolutely. And I think it's yes. a better career for me. I think it's better for me. It's more, it's more better fitting, I think, for what I want to do. Yeah, you're really bad at speaking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that, that was it. That was it. No, but Martin uh, started a podcast. He was going to have me. Was I even on? I was on it. I think you're on. I, th- I had like four or five episodes for people. Um, Let me tell you, I'm glad that episode didn't air because I said a lot of really controversial things in that episode, I think. And I was not, I'm not <laughs> I had ready the raw to be files. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, right. <laughs> they're sitting on my like G drive somewhere, right? Uh, so if someone hacks my shit, I guess I'm fucked. But I also have a lot of porn on that. So. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be sure not to piss you off and and you know, in case you want to, um, I don't even me. know what's on there. I didn't, I can't remember what's on there. It's so long ago, you know? Yeah. Okay. Here's another question. Were you silent or were you silent? Silent. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oprah, oh you know, God. Funny Oprah was kind of like not under the radar, but like kind of low key for a bit. And then just she came was, out and it just really out. shot her back up. You know, it, I, Oprah, I think is everybody so... forgets she has her own fucking network. Like, think about that. Everyone forgets that she is God. <laughs> honestly you can't it's hard to touch oprah wrong because um, everybody will come back for you she's one of those people that kind of almost any type of person respects her it's like a like a michael jackson but in, in addition yes. to, like everybody knows who everybody knows everybody right. everybody right? knows um and i think maybe not well i don't know do you think only americans know oprah though or does that no i'm she's i mean she's really? global she's global she really I mean, big. She really is that big. I mean, oh, actually, you, I know people who don't know Oprah. You know who those people are? Amish. The Amish. Oh, but they're not exposed to anything, right? They, they don't know anybody. They don't know, yeah. they don't know an Oprah. They know each other. They know each other. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I, I, if they I have was to have famous. The, they have the internet at this point, right? They have to have it in some extent. Don't they, they have, have shows? They have shows. Cer- <laughs> oh, yeah. Certain um Breaking sex. Amish? What is that Breaking one? Breaking Amish. Yeah, fuck. Oh, that was I my saw it show. once. I saw it once. I think uh, that was my it's show. Weird. It's a weird show. It's a weird. I, show. I don't know how, how is it your show. It's a weird show. <laughs> it because it's weird because it's so like uh, it's like it's outlandish. It feels outlandish. Like you're just like, what the hell is this stuff? Right. I mean, I know it's partly scripted. There's some and partly. Oh, yeah. Are they even Amish? I'm just kidding. They are. What they if are. the whole premise is fake? What if they're not even Amish? I right? think majority of the story or the more how it's set up is that a lot of them had already come out of the Amish community and they're kind of re- telling re- a story. Reformed? Oh, right. okay. no, they're retelling a story. They're saying like, 
this is what happened this is what happened but they're making it seem like it's happening in happening in real time real time yeah, yeah. but it's like no this happened kind of like a year ago or probably so even it's six part ago. documentary slash show yeah well not documentary but you like, know when okay you know when those crime shows they're talking about a specific case and then they remake the case this is that this is the just remaking something yeah, that happened it's a dramatization passed off as happening as, as it's real like it's real yes yeah yeah which it is in a sense but what what do you do what makes you feel um like you're Pretty. in the throes of the beauty of life this is such a corny question Oh, I see. I thought you were talking about like beauty and like the in, in respect to like other people. Other um, people. Here, here's an example of my my answer. So the other day it was raining here, right? It was very cloudy, overcast, and I felt such at peace with everything. I felt like I felt like oh my god, I am so. I'm here. I'm a person. I'm alive. I'm human. I'm experiencing existence. And I was at peace. I got it. I, I got. It. I actually. Okay. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> um, you know, I. I think I keep bringing up people made, and it's because I think a lot of my life I try to build around just having experiences with others. Even my fucking high school quote was "Do it for the story," and it was just like go out there, kind of do it, and enjoy yourself with others. Do it for the gram. Do it for the story. Yeah, oh. yeah. That was that's a spinoff. No, no. Do it for the story. Um, it was a spinoff of that. But let's be real. Right. Um, but <laughs> the idea is like I I want to go out there and just get these experiences but the point is like i feel like these mm-hmm. experiences aren't anything unless it's with people right like right cool. uh, i went to some really cool far away tourist place but nobody was there or i didn't go with anybody like was it really a cool experience or i just happened to be playing man versus wild by myself you know what i mean um right drinking your own urine exactly um but i think i really experienced that moment when i'm having a really great experience and usually that's either having an amazing conversation with someone I just met, mm-hmm. having a great time with like a room full of friends, um, just just so many things like that, right? It's, it's always based around other people. That, that's when I'm kind of reminded of how great life can be. And that's why, yeah. this past, this, that's why in particular that pa- this past year sucked because I'm built around a lot of these experiences. And you know, online is cool, but it's just not even close to being the same. Um, yeah. like, but the moments like that, I'm reminded how much I like life um, and people. Um, right. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. I kind of feel bad for my, I kind of feel bad for my answer now. Cause I was like, yeah, when I was alone. <laughs> no, everyone, everyone, no, no, everyone. Yeah. Everyone has their different experiences for life. Mine yeah. is, but I, it's funny. Cause I always say, I say all of that, but there are times where I just kind of shut down and don't want to fucking talk to people. Right. And that's why I like Kendrick Lamar's um, line. I think I forgot what song it was, but like anti-social extrovert. Cause I feel like that sometimes like, I really want to be out there and talk to people, but sometimes I just do not care to talk to anybody and i just want to shut down and just would you would you consider yourself an introvert or extrovert or i think i'm more extroverted because i my energy feeds off of people but there are just times where i just sometimes don't want to talk you know i for me i am a i can act like an extrovert so i mean where's the oscar see see then you would be what a social introvert which sounds weird i'm a social introvert i know how to (laughs) i'm i'm i what what I mean is like I'm so good at I love people I really do and I mean going back to the answer I gave earlier like um I but really do you, do you feed your energy off of them that that's usually I think what people define with no. expert see that's what I'm saying right they just one just happens to be more social because they feed off of people's energy but if you don't then I think right. you're not really an extrovert right um right you just I happen a to lot be of... able to talk exactly I'm, I mean I'm, I'm I'm a conversationalist I, I exactly. love yeah. I'm really good at steering conversations. I'm really good at um, 
uh, sanctioning conversations. And when I'm alone, I, I, I love reflecting because that's when I can truly absorb everything that's happened. But when I'm like talking to people, that's like my time to kind of give away. It's like I'm giving away my energy and I'm also soaking up information that I need to process later. I'm realizing about myself that I actually don't know how I fully feel about something until like days later because I'm churning in my head. So I, I, I don't know how to feel about this podcast yet, this episode. I don't know if I like it. Just, just, just sit on it. Just sit on it. No, I mean, I, I know I like this. Uh, you have, I think you're fine because you have a lot of content. I have a lot. <laughs> right. I think, I, I'm, yeah. a, I'm hoping you don't have two hour podcasts because that no. would be very interesting. No, but no, you have no, a lot I'm, to sit through, which I, I, I was hoping for. Um, right because the only bad thing i know i saw i saw especially when i was doing it was if you do the exact zero to 40 minutes you only you only have that to work from right hey no i'm realizing in this in our episode that because we've talked for an hour and a half and i am so comfortable knowing that at the end of this i'm gonna have a huge pool of content to construct from Um, and you're right. I, I actually thought I was going to go into this and cap it at like 50 minutes or even an hour. Yeah. I mean, but you could have, like, that means you have to be very, very direct. Um, yes. Very specific about everything you're doing. Right. Um, yeah. Which is fine. But I feel like when you're first forming, um, you're kind of learning where you're kind of, you know, you're, you're, you're finding your footing. Right. So how, you don't know yes. exactly where you want to lead the conversations through. You know, Oprah, exactly. she, she knows where she wants to lead. She knows. She's like, she's yeah. like, it's going to be 50 minutes. And people are like, how do you know that? And it's like, because hello. Because we're going to talk about this, this, and this, and then this probably after. Then we got some backup topics if we need that. And then we can talk about these things. We can split off of them. I don't know. I don't know how she thinks the process, but that's what I imagine, right? No, um, yeah. I want to ask you one more question and then wrap it up. Okay, here's one. Uh, what do you think? Where do we go when we die? <laughs> what okay that's that's interesting um okay i'm so slightly parroting super soul sunday which is also an oprah i'm made of oprah like my oh really i, yeah. I haven't seen too much oprah stuff to be honest I'm, I'm sorry to be so lacking in that but do you know what super soul sunday is no so oh god so super soul sunday that's is that related well, even tangentially to like soul train uh, or is it totally not even in the ballpark no no it's super soul sunday is a show she has on our network. It's a show for your soul. And it's very kind of like, <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, spirituality, no. spirituality, yeah. new age. How long is it, like an hour? Yeah, an hour. Sometimes there's like a part two. So it's like two hours. So she oh, has okay. on like Maya Angelou and gurus, spiritual people, uh, CEOs. And at the end, she always like asks people kind of like this, like, you know, route fire, sh- what's it called? Rapid, rapid fire. fire. Or- rapid fire. And she's like, What's your favorite quote? How do you, what do you do to relax? What, what do you think happens when we die? And um, yeah, what happens? Um, what happens when you know, we die? I think that's it. And and I know, and I know some people would argue. I know some people would argue that's kind of a sad, um, you know, bleak way to look at life. But I think it's the other way, right? right? You only have one chance at all this. Why not make it really cool? Yolo. No, no, I'm, I mean... kidding, I'm kidding. Like why? Why? Do, why should I look? Because think about this. Why? Think about the idea of heaven, right? Um, or some of these other things. If the afterlife's so cool, why am I trying to prolong life so long? You know what I mean? Why why would I not want to go? Like imagine oh, someone's yeah. telling you about this really cool club down the street, and you're like, you know what? I'm just I'm just gonna make my walk there as long as possible. I just I just really don't want to get there, but I know I'm going to. 
even though it sounds really cool, right? That that's my that's how I look at it. I'm like that's kind of a interesting way of looking at it. And I mean, also for me, maybe it's different because I grew up uh, secular, right? So I I was able to yeah grow up without any religion and just live my life like that. Ugh. And I thought my life was pretty pretty well off. You. So why? So for me, it's like why think any different when I've been good and well, not so killed, no but... um form of consciousness. Also, does that get you, you know? Sad? But I'm always like... I'm also. I'm also Any... nah, I'm also weird because like I, be, I at the same time do I believe in like spirituality and other stuff? I'm like right. I'm open to it, right? Um, I don't fuck around with ghost stuff just in the in the chance that something does happen to me, right? So that so I do have some level of belief in some of these things. So it's hard to say, right? Um, I'm open. I think it's more like I'm open to a lot of these ideas. You know, my partner um, he wishes he could live forever. Yeah. No, that really. sounds brutal. I mean, I mean, well, he's so how he's, about so here's so... the context of that. How does he live forever? Like, does he keep reforming his body? Because what happens if your body just deteriorates so much? Does it I just mean, stay healthy? I mean, in forever? theory, like, right. So all this is like theoretical. It's like, in theory, he would not atrophy in any way. I, I think it sounds cool in theory, but, you know, think about like your maturity and your age. You're just going to see so many things in so many lifetimes. He wants that. I he, would get bored. Yeah. I would want to, I would off myself in, I think, two, 300 yeah. years. Like, one lifetime's yeah. enough, two, three. Like, what do you do after that? You've done two, three <laughs> lifetimes, man. Like, right. what do you do after that? Right. I'm 28 and I'm like, are we there yet? It's a lot, right? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, this is already a lot. I'm tired. Um, but just think about this. There's only, there's, already, there's, there's still so much more to go. I know. So imagine like feeling, so imagine feeling that at a hundred, like you already had a hundred years of life and you're like, damn, I still have two, three hundred more years, right. right? Or no, no, you still have eternity. Uh I think we just get old. old. You see the same patterns, same people, same archetypes coming up all the time. Because that's, I mean, for me, the only answer that I feel comfortable about for me, like I want it, I want life to go on, and I want there to be an after an afterlife. And uh, but I have a heaven, a heaven, a heaven, uh, a heaven, and everybody goes there. And all the maladies and the brokenness of being a human on Earth doesn't exist there. So everyone's fullest potential is actually there. But wouldn't you want to kill yourself <laughs> and do that? Like, does that sound more better than this experience? I mean, I do. That, in right? th- but listen, it's like, like why? Think about this. Isn't that a thing in um, some of these religions where like suicide will prevent you from getting to heaven? I'm like, why? Why? Like, you know, I knew well, why. <laughs> Doesn't I want to go to heaven? I knew a girl who, I mean, sadly, she committed suicide. Um, and yeah. she told our our mutual friend, because this mutual friend told me, she's like, yeah, Chad, like, she committed suicide because she wanted to be with God. And I was like, who going to tell her? <laughs> I'm kidding. No. Um, okay, well. Oh, that was, I don't know why I thought you had, like, a follow-up. Because that was only, you had two questions right there, right? You didn't no, have to. No, actually, like, four. Okay, yeah. well, fine. I'll ask you one more question since you're. That's um... no, fine. If you don't have another question, I'm not going to force <laughs> no, you to have okay. another question. But if you have, it, okay. What about this? Is there anything you want to say else? Something else you wanted to say? <laughs> so a question that something yeah, so else. Maybe I a question say. that you wish I asked you, or you wish somebody else asked you. Damn. You know what? Actually, I don't have anything. I think because I covered a lot of the stuff that I, I was hoping to cover, mm-hmm. right? You know what? We could have probably gone on for three, four hours. I'm no, not even we, joking. And uh, I we were probably would, to be honest, I wouldn't <laughs> even have mind minded if... Yeah. Bring me, just bring me on. We'll talk about another topic. How about that? I, I would love to talk. Um, obviously, you can see we can go off forever, but we need, I think, 
we need to talk too easily. We need like more this specific, is, right. like only talk about this. It's, it's um, the problem. It's like, what's hard is getting you off my podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's, I think that's a good problem. No, right? it is. This is, look, maybe, let me tell you something maybe, for anyone. Because imagine having to pull content uh, out of somebody. Now you're, now it's like, you're grudging right. for an, like listen, an hour. Right. I'm right? talented, but I'm not that talented. I, I mean, listen, um, like all the people that I've asked to be on my podcast, um, they are. It makes it easier, but I think you you do need to work with some not as talkative people because I think you need the full skill set. You're right to be a, a true pot. You know, like you you need to be able to talk with people You're of right. all types. You're right, and I, I think it's important that you can. I mean, I think obviously make it easy now. Build up the, just the base skills you need, just the right. foundational skills, just for being a podcaster. But eventually, you got to be able to work with people that aren't as easy to talk. You're absolutely right. Happen. I mean, the next step that I have in like kind of broadening my skill is talking to somebody that I don't have a previous relationship with maybe somebody that i've just uh, met yeah. and i yeah i really want to ask this girl uh to be on my podcast she has like four million followers on tiktok and okay. we follow each other she found me because i got reposted on the sugar pill and she found me my, my makeup photo that's yeah. awesome good Go yeah for and that. i'm like this is and i was watching her content and i was like this is so neat and she has a song on spotify that's i mean in the tens of thousands streaming and she i was watching her youtube and she has like she's like 250k uh subscribers and i want to interview her because her content is so interesting to me and it's something that i it's not the type of content that i would make it's content i'm interested in but it's not i don't know how she makes it basically she has so much energy and i'm mm -hmm. like i don't know how she does it so i want to interview her and for me i'm like that that would be interesting because i've never had a conversation with this girl so I don't even know what kind of person I would have to be to sanction see you're still finding out your person too like your podcasting persona like persona that, that's but I think that too. will change though every episode depending who I'm talking to you I think do, so no, be, no you know I, why? because when I talk to somebody but this is you right no when I talk mm. to somebody I like become I mean I'm being myself but I'm being another version of me in, a, in the same time that's like with funny. you i'm unhappy i'm kidding <laughs> i'm a sad and i'm the um, sad and happy version of myself no i'm joking no with you like i don't know i don't even know how to quantify it i i i'm being myself with you but no like with, i i would assume that if i talked to somebody that i haven't met i would okay let's say specifically i wouldn't be as maybe blunt or I wouldn't because people don't uh, I think my sense of humor a lot of people don't know if I'm joking <laughs> I, I okay I, I, I like see to your, say ridiculous things that I just like I'm a kind of person like I like to make a joke out of everything but not that I not because I think the thing is like not serious but I just like to inject some humor in everything you mm -hmm. know so yeah, I don't know if anyone, if, if I know everyone's not into that. If somebody's talking about their grandmother dying, I can't be like. I did too. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh. right. It's like, oh, right. It's like someone's talking about their grandma dying. And I'm like, yeah, I remember burying my grandma. She was alive, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like you would laugh. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I see your point. Somebody I see your like, point. Or, or their mother like fell off a roof and you're like, that almost happened to me, right. you know, like just these one-offs, like, right. I'd be like, oh. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, like, oh my God, that almost happened to my mother. 
Ugh, I'm so mad that it almost happened. It should have happened. Like it's a joke. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah, it's mostly um, no. You're right. You're right. Because you, you you do have to feed off of the vibe and make the interviewee comfortable, right? Because you can't be saying shit that they don't respond to. Exactly. Either. You, don't get me wrong. You got to be yourself. But if you know it's gonna just really tilt the conversation in a weird way, you, you don't want to do that either. I don't. Right? Um, well, thank you for being on my podcast. It was a pleasure. That sounded so fake. <laughs> it was. No, for real. Thank you so yeah. much for being uh, my first guest on my podcast. Of course. I don't know when this is going to come out. I really need those other... Oh, yeah. Take your time. I understand. Yeah, I really need those other four people to... Res- respond? Respond <laughs> slash, you know, come on. Like, get on my podcast. Because I want to have a collection of five before I even announce it. So I, I get that. Yeah. So, um, but yes, once again, thanks for being on my podcast. First guest. Um, of course. I'd be down to come down for a double, triple, because you know we can be going forever. Um, this was enough. You know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. No, it was I, I will have worth, you on. So, at some level. Am I your favorite friend? Favorite friend? I don't have those. All right. Well, thank you for being... <laughs> 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 no, because uh, I've always told, I told Gabby this. No, I told Gabby this. Like all of my friends, they Has kind she of asked you that? Has different she... parts. She no, she we we're talking. She's like, about she's like, once, am I the we're one? Talking about like friends. <laughs> <laughs> we're just talking about like my friend circles and stuff. And then I was just like, everyone kind of just right, gives me right, different right. vibes. So that they're that kind of friend vibe. Yeah, right? they're like um, they're the. So pe- like, you're comparing apples to oranges. You really are. I'm gonna be honest. Right, I got my boys, and we talk about different shit than some of my other friends do. You know, right. when you're with your boys, to be honest, I don't know who you are. I, it's I, different, I'm right? Like, this, I don't know this man. It's, it's, yeah, it's me surviving with a... <laughs> when you're with your straight like, boys, I'm like, man, I, I don't know who Martin is. I, 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 you're kind of yeah. like speaking a different language. <laughs> you know what? I think Gabby said that. Like, I was hanging out with Meshach and Louise once, and then Gabby was there, and she was like, I don't know who this kid is. I, I, I really, I'm like, I don't know who what yeah. in the straight... What's the difference? I'm curious. What's the big You're difference? You're more like no. straight, <laughs> like straighter. <laughs> yeah, you're you're so like you're you're kind of like you're really like high energy and um kind of like okay. If I can put it this way, it's like at any time you're ready to like maybe throw somebody in a pool. Like you're like I do feel like I do feel like I'm on. You're, you're I, I on. Your like, yeah, I, I do feel more on. on and yeah. I'm like where's where is my guy where's where's my where's my philosophical <laughs> thoughtful it's still there if you i mean even in that moment if you ask me i would still talk about it but i see your point it does feel it more does, out there it does well yeah. you know it's okay i had a pleasure i god say that 10 times i did too all right martin um thank you um bye have a Thank good day. You. Have a good day. Uh, good luck with your podcast. Thank you so much. I'm gonna I'm gonna film an outro after this, so it's not. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like <laughs> I don't know. It's like all right. God. All right. Bye. That's okay. It. Bye. That's it. I'll see you around. How do I end this? And that wraps it up for this episode. Make sure to subscribe to Beauty and the Guest, and don't forget to leave a review. You can follow Beauty and the Guest on Instagram at Beauty and the Guest Podcast, as well as following me at Chad the Diamond on all social media platforms. Can't wait to catch you next time. Bye.